0: Oh, all right, Casey. What's up? How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. So today we're going to be talking about how Moses and and Aaron go in there and and they ask Pharaoh to like let their people go. But you know, Moses, of course, is going to take all the credit for that for that line. Um, and then they take their rods and turn them into literal trouser snakes. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> no. Oh, but I mean this is what we talked about in the meeting. Trou- the <laughs> rods are being turned into trouser snakes. No. Le- oh, this is such a big letdown.
1: I'm sorry. This this is why you this is why you don't run the meeting. This is why I run the meeting. Oh, what? Ah. Not trouser snakes. Just snakes. Oh, trouser snakes, snakes. No, no mean, not the same thing.
0: But I mean, they're one-eyed snakes, right?
1: No. No.
0: They're not cycloptic snakes,
1: I don't believe so.
0: Why can't I just get snakes with lasers on their heads?
1: I don't know why you're so interested in snakes. Welcome,
0: heathens to another daily Bible podcast. today we're going to be going over the plagues and um who exactly said, "Let my people go."
1: Yeah, we are.
0: I couldn't sing it in tune with like, you know, any kind of song because, you know, then copyright issues and everything like that. So just it's easier to be tone deaf.
1: Who who does have Let My People Go copyrighted? I'm pretty sure it's been a song for like hundreds of years.
0: Uh, I, I don't I don't know, but I figured Disney might try to claim
1: <laughs> Disney or Michael Jackson. One yeah. of the two, all those those two motherfuckers on everything. Hmm. All
0: right. So where are we starting off with today? Last time we got to the part where Moses and Aaron, Aaron being Moses's mouthpiece because he's too much of a bitch to actually do this shit on his own. uh they they're coming to Pharaoh to ask for their people or something. and that no, right? No. Oh fuck! Not again.
1: <laughs> Why don't you let me do the recap? Well, okay. Okay. So last time we ended off Exodus chapter four with. Moses and Aaron going to the Israelites to tell them of their plans, um, of going to Pharaoh and getting them freed from Egypt. So that's where, um, Exodus chapter four ends and we're beginning today with Exodus chapter five. So, um, are you ready? Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now that we're correct, we're on the correct path instead of that fake news path that I was building.
1: Well, so you were starting with chapter five, which is fine because you know we talked about it in the meeting, so it's easy to get confused. This okay. is the first time we've told people about our pre-show meetings. Oh, okay, isn't that supposed to be like secret, secret stuff, like NASA well, shit? Well, no, I mean it's
0: important <laughs> to know that we just don't open up a book and and like, all
1: right, well, what
0: are we looking at today? Here's the word the. Like I don't want them... I mean, we prepare for this shit. People think that we don't.
1: People think we don't?
0: Mostly Christians because they're like,
1: <laughs> I, you're reading it out of context.
0: It's like, well, fuck, we're reading it from beginning to end. What yeah. context are you talking about? Anyways, go, go ahead with the beginning of this.
1: Okay, so Exodus chapter 5 starts out after after uh, Moses and Aaron went to the Israelites, and the Israelites bought in. They were good. Um... They went to Pharaoh and said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Let my people go so that they may hold a festival to me in the desert. Now, what's interesting that we learned last week and continues into this week is that Moses is kind of... um We'll just go with not a great public speaker.
0: He's a little bitch. <laughs> just, just like Joseph was and just like Abraham was before him.
1: Well, so... Moses is afraid that if he goes to Pharaoh and he sounds weak or he sounds, um, I don't, I don't really know what the right way to phrase this is. If if he doesn't sound certain and commanding, basically that Pharaoh will just laugh at him and Moses isn't really, you know, confident in, in his public speaking abilities. So he gets Aaron, who's his brother, um, to, come and speak for him. And so
0: just to set the stage, it, whenever we talk about Aaron, you might want to think about Aaron Raw. Why? <laughs> well I don't know. Whenever I hear Aaron, I think about how people mispronounce Aaron's name and call him Aaron. And and so I don't know. I think it would be funny to have Moses and it's like, here's my brother Aaron or Aaron, or however the fuck you say his name, here he is. He's gonna tell y'all how shit needs to go. Because I mean, that's what Aaron, Aaron Raw would do. He'd tell, he'd tell them how the fuck shit's supposed to happen. He'd be the mouthpiece.
1: <laughs> well, so Aaron has two A's. Aaron has one. I, I
0: know, but I and
1: and see when I see Aaron, I wonder why the hell his mama didn't spell his name right, like. <laughs> that's all i think of like the first thing you think of is that aaron is fucked up and i'm thinking his name's all fucked up so <laughs> but yeah it's neither here nor there um so um pharaoh said who is the lord that i should obey him and let israel go i do not know the lord and i will not let israel go All he can see is productivity. He's going to lose productivity if he lets these people go for a three-day uh, little jaunt in the desert.
0: A siesta. Yeah. Except Jewish. Yeah. Not right. Mexican.
1: <laughs> so, uh, moving right along... Pharaoh kind of got pissed about all of this. And so he decided that he would give the order to the slave drivers and the foreman in charge of the people that they are no longer allowed to supply the workers with straw uh, for making bricks. Um, in the past, uh, straw had been supplied for them and they were just had a certain um, number of bricks that they were required to make per day, but they were given all the supplies that they needed. Well, so now Pharaoh's is mad and he's like, fuck these people. They're lazy as fuck. They don't want to do their work. They want to go into the desert for three damn days. And I'm not having any of this shit. If they had enough work to do, they wouldn't be thinking about taking a siesta. So let them gather their own damn straw. And they still have to make the exact same amount of bricks that they have always had to make. Um, So basically, he says, make the work harder for them um, so that they keep working and pay no attention to lies. So why
0: no (laughs) just the whole the whole situation like oh yeah you want to take three days off well here i'm gonna limit your resources but you got to still provide me with shit you understand me also no pay because that's how slavery works
1: (laughs) right well so the slave drivers and foremen went out and told the people what pharaoh said um that they wouldn't be getting any more straw so they had to do it themselves but they were still required to do the same amount of work um in regards to brick making. So the people scattered all over Egypt to gather stubble and, and shit to use to make straw. Um, so the slave drivers kept pressing them, saying, Complete the work required of you each day, just as when you had straw. Uh, the Israelite foreman appointed by Pharaoh's slave drivers were beaten and were asked, Why didn't you meet your quota of bricks yesterday or today, as you've done before? So the, foremans, the, the foreman dudes that are Israelites. All right. So they're Israelite slaves also, but they're like, they're kind of like the go between. They're like, um, I don't want to say the union reps for the slaves, because that would be crazy, but they're the people that represent the slaves as a whole to the slave drivers. So they get mad and, uh, they go and appeal to Pharaoh. Why have you treated your servants this way? Um, your servants are being given no straw yet we are told make bricks your servants are being beaten but the fault is with your own people pharaoh said lazy that's what you are lazy that's why you keep uh, saying let us go and sacrifice to the lord now get back to work you will not be given any straw yet you must produce your full quota of bricks which we already fucking knew but he repeated it again because that's what we do here in the bible
0: And this is where freedom of religion is important (laughs) to the founding of our nation and makes Moses (laughs) a key figure. Just so you know, Texas still teaches that shit.
1: Well, Texas teaches it now.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So, textbooks that were approved um, in
0: 2015. Yep. Yep. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt with my little bit of a bitch rant. (laughs)
1: yeah i actually let's let's sidebar for a second so i told um we, my boss is a um we'll just go with um quintessential uh southern conservative republican shall we go with that like mm-hmm. can we deal with that um And so we disagree on a significant number of things, like pretty much everything. Um, But he, and and usually the workplace is not a place where you talk about politics or religion, but he loves to talk about both. Um, So I humor him and I try to drop a little bit of education now and then. Um, So we were having this conversation and we were talking about the separation of church and state. And he was talking about how that's bullshit. And, and so I explained to him why it's important that we separate church and state. And one of the examples I gave him was the textbooks in Texas. And and I told him that Moses was written to the textbooks as a founding father for the United States. And he was like, I don't believe that. That's not true. They wouldn't teach that. And I was like, yeah, they most certainly do. It's in the textbooks in Texas. And he was like, no, it isn't. So I provided him with several links um, to various different news organizations, um, some conservative, some liberal, some middle of the road, you know, mainstream kind of deals, um, just so he would have a, you know, a a wide breadth of things to look at. Um, and so he, the next day he goes, Hey, I got your email. And I said, yeah. And he said, um, uh, you people believe you people. That's what he calls liberals. You people. (laughs) Um, so you people will believe everything you read on the internet. So he said, and I told him, I said, you know, I could supply you with a hundred more sources that say the exact same thing. And he's like, well, I won't believe it until you give me the textbook that shows it in it. And I was like, "When did you start getting so damn skeptical? You're a Trump supporter, and you believe every fucking thing that comes out that White House. so I just I have a hard time with this eventually i I did not get a copy of the actual textbook, but I did um would you send me the Texas like textbook code thing?
0: Well, yeah, it was the standards uh for which you know the students should be taught." Mm-hmm and they listed that you know an example of a founding father is Moses.
1: Yes, it did list that in standards. So, I uh, I took the standards the standards document to my boss and he was like, well, of course Moses was influential in the founding of this nation. We're based on the 10 commandments. Um
0: there's only there's sorry, there's only 3 of the commandments that you could even remotely say are against you know, American law. (laughs) Like, I mean, don't murder people. Don't steal from people. And you can't lie on the stand, which is in itself a little bit debatable, uh, as to if it means lying on the stand or just lying in general. So I, I don't know what you mean when you say that it's based on the 10 commandments.
1: Yeah. I, um,
0: just saying,
1: (laughs) I, You know, I really try. I really try to teach him some stuff. Like I have to do, I have to get backdoor teaching in, you know, because he won't listen to me like front hand. Like he won't listen to me. Like I'll sit and listen to him argue his points. He won't listen to me. So I have to get, I have to, I have to go around the block a little bit to get him to actually like think. Um, And it doesn't happen very often. It didn't happen here. I was very disappointed. Um, He just cognitive dissonance 11 again.
0: Yeah, well, you know, just to put this out there, backdoor teaching sounds a little bit dirty. (laughs) Sounds like it should be a video on uh, Pornhub.
1: (laughs) Well, it might be. I don't know.
0: Backdoor teaching number five.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, back to the story. Um, The foreman, they blame Moses. They get pissed. They go talk to, um, they realize they were in trouble. And they went and they, they, let, they left Pharaoh. They went and found Moses and Aaron and they said, may the Lord look upon you and judge you. You have made us a stench to Pharaoh and his officials and have put a sword in their hand to kill us. So the Israelites are mad at Moses and Aaron because now they have to work so much more and they made their lives more difficult. So
0: Moses and Aaron were like, nah, fam, we got you. I'm going to turn my rod into a snake.
1: <laughs> not, not exactly yet. So Moses returned to God and said, why have you brought, brought trouble upon these people? Is this why you sent me ever since I went to Pharaoh to speak in your name? He has brought trouble upon this people and you have not rescued them at all. Um, so the Lord told Moses, uh, now you will see what I do to Pharaoh because of my mighty hand, he will let them go because of my mighty hand. He will drive them out of this country. And that's the very beginning of chapter six, of Exodus chapter six.
0: And that is when the rod magic trick happens. No. Fuck. What? I just want the rod to turn into a snake. And that's.
1: We have to get to chapter seven. We first. Gotta...
0: Oh, okay. Well, let's, pow- let's power through the all of, all of this stuff.
1: That's not how.
0: how, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What's what's next?
1: Okay, so, um, God also told Moses, "I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, as God Almighty, but by the name the Lord, I did not make myself known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, where they lived as aliens." Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the Israelites, whom the Egyptians are enslaving, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from being slaves to them, and I will redeem you with, outstretched, with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you in as my own people and will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians, and I will bring you to the land I swore with the uplifted hand to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. Why
0: is he just now remembering this shit? Like, it just seems like uh, uh, pretty fucking convenient. It's like, oh, 400 years have passed. Oh, well, now I should probably make good on my promise to that Abraham fuck. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I've been promising all of his descendants that I was going to give them this land. I guess I better go ahead and give it to them. But you know what? They're going to have to work for it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, pretty much. So it's interesting because... Within this within this these few verses, he says, "I am Lord four times, Let's see one, two, three, four. yeah, I'm Lord three four times.
0: Well, repetition is very important to get people to memorize and and remember important points.
1: Well, it's like, don't forget I'm God well don't yeah. forget a a, a, a yes, don't forget I'm God. Fuck. <laughs> Did you forget, because I really don't want you to forget that I'm God,
0: yeah, yeah, i'm I forgot totally, um you naked wrestled Israel in the desert, butt fucked him, oh or, wait, no, he buttfucked fucked <laughs> you, that's right, God, Israel, butt fucked you, oh man, thank you for reminding me there, God, why, because Israel, butt fucking God, is just a hilarious mental image, do you-
1: why? I think I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to the day when we do one of these podcasts and we don't talk about this particular thing.
0: Mm-mm. Hashtag guys uh, real butt fuck.
1: <laughs> You're, done. You're, <laughs> done. You're <laughs> done. You're done. Stop talking. You're done. Okay. So Moses then doubts God, which may sound familiar. Abraham doubted God. This has happened, you know, over and over. Um, Moses said to the Lord, if the Israelites will not listen to me, why would Pharaoh listen to me since I speak with faltering lips?
0: Well, also another thing is that God told Moses that he's hardened Pharaoh's heart already. Yes. So, I mean, like, I don't know why talking to him makes a difference other than you're putting on a show for the other
1: Israelites. Exactly. That's exactly what they're doing is they're putting on a show. They're putting on a show and saying, look. I gave this guy all these chances in the world to do the right thing, and he didn't. So God's wrath is upon him, and it's his fault.
0: Oh, oh! so basically this entire story is, is about how to lie and manipulate people into thinking that you're helping them.
1: And that would be religion.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> go, go ahead.
1: All right. Are you sure? Because we're almost to the rod.
0: Oh my God! The rod. Ah. Oh.
1: Okay. So God reassured Moses. See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. Because we know Aaron is actually doing the speaking, not Moses. And you know, I have never seen a movie or enactment an or anything like that of the Moses story where he goes to the Pharaoh and says, "Let my people go," and it's someone else doing the talking.
0: Well, yeah, but, I mean, if you really think about, like, the God, the, the what was it, um, Exodus, God and Kings, or whatever like that, mm-hmm. the Kir- Christian Bale one, like, it, it totally leaves out, like, a whole lot of shit, in yeah. it, and it changes the story significantly. It, you, you know why,
1: though? Well, generally, books, when they're turned into movies, leave out a lot. Well, n-
0: yeah, but also, the Bible is a shitty story. They have to embellish it. yeah. I mean, they made a two hour movie over Noah, which is quite literally less than a chapter in the actual Bible,
1: yeah, well, I mean it's a ch- it, it it spreads some chapters, but sure
0: well, no, I meant like the actual you flood
1: you mean book Hmm? you mean book
0: the what, like the book of noah
1: no, the book of Genesis. Oh, the Noah flood spans chapters. Well,
0: no, no. Like, like I'm talking about the actual flood. Like, yes, it spans chapters. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm wrong. Let's go ahead and pretend that didn't happen.
1: Okay, we can cut it out later. <laughs> so, um, God reassures Moses. See, I have okay made you like God to fear, and your brother uh, will be your prophet. You are to say everything I command you, and your brother Aaron is to tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go out of his country. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and though I multiply my miraculous signs and wonders in Egypt, he will not listen to you. Then I will lay my hand on Egypt with mighty acts of judgment, and I will bring out my divisions, my people, the Israelites, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out of it. So Moses and Aaron did what he said. um, And for whatever reason, it it puts out here that when they spoke to Pharaoh, uh, Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83. I don't know why that's important, but it's right here. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that seems like a, 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 a like like superfluous information.
1: <laughs> it just seems like a weird place to tack it. It's like, all right, I'm going to fuck Egypt up and there ain't nothing nobody can do about it because I'm going to make sure it happens that way. Also, Moses and Aaron are 80 and 83 respectively. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have continued the story without that information. <laughs> So now we're into Exodus chapter seven. We're going to um, continue on with verses eight through 13 um, where rods become snakes. Oh, yay! Yeah. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, when Pharaoh says to you, perform a miracle, then say to Aaron, take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh and it will become a snake. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord commanded. Aaron threw his staff down in front of Pharaoh and his officials and it became a snake. Pharaoh then summoned wise men and sorcerers, and the Egyptian magicians also did the same thing by their secret arts. Each one of them threw down a staff, and it became a snake. But Aaron's staff swallowed up the other staffs. Yet Pharaoh's heart became hard, and he would not listen to them, just as the Lord had said.
0: You know know what that's called, Hmm. boys and girls? No, that's called a biblical docking. That's biblical docking the rod swallowed the other rod. That's yeah. what dock, that's what happens when you dock another another guy. Oh yeah. Your rod is swallowed up by their rod. Docking is in the Bible.
1: It doesn't docking require uncircumcised stuff.
0: Maybe. I don't I don't know their lives. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, the Israelites would have been circumcised.
0: Hey, I'm just saying, the dude's rod swallowed the other rod, and that's what happens in docking. So, you know.
1: Thank you for that tidbit of information, John.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a good source of all the gay things.
1: Oh, okay. All right, so let's, <laughs> let's move on, shall we? Um, so now we're going to get into the plagues. Are you ready? Plague time. Okay. Plague time. Plague time with GE. Okay. Then uh so we're gonna do the plague of water to blood. So the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. No shit, you fucking made it that way, right?
0: Yeah, it, I love how they're trying to make it out to be like, Oh Pharaoh's stubborn, but no God actually hardened his heart. He didn't have a choice. God took away the free will of one of his creatures.
1: Mhm. So But it's interesting because you say the free will of one of his creatures, which would be one of his people, yet the Egyptians are not his people. The Israelites are his people.
0: So- well, I mean, no, the Israelites are his chosen people. Uh, I mean, the humans in general were created by him. So, I mean, they are his creatures. His, cra- I mean, he created everything on the earth. So, I mean, they are his creatures. They're just not his chosen people.
1: You know, I think that somebody might be confused if they just listen to that one part and think we might actually be a religious show. (laughs) I would like to make a, a, um, what is it called? The small writing?
0: PSA. uh...
1: I I like to make a PSA. Um, God didn't create shit. (laughs) Uh, Okay, that's it. Um, (laughs) So... um, he refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he goes out to the water. Wait on the bank of the Nile to meet him and take in your hand the staff that was changed into a snake. Then say to him, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews has sent me to say to you, let my people go so that they may worship me in the desert. But until now you have not listened. This is what the Lord says. By this, you will know that I am the Lord. Oh God, I get so tired saying this. Um.
0: What I am the Lord. I am the
1: Lord. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. Ugh, we hear you. Like we it, got it. Yeah,
0: it gets to the point where, like, saying the words just doesn't even make sense. Like it's just rolls off the tongue, very weird.
1: It's just word salad.
0: And nobody likes salad.
1: I do. I had that the the Chipotle salad for dinner. It was really good. The Chipotle cheddar salad, not Chipotle the restaurant. Like the this, this seasoning, the flavor. Never mind. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so with the staff that is in my hand, I will strike the water of the Nile and it will be changed into blood. The fish in the Nile will die and the river will stink. The Egyptians will not be able to drink the water. Tell Aaron, take your staff and stretch your hand over the waters of Egypt, over the streams and canals, over the ponds and all the reservoirs, and they will turn to blood. Blood will be everywhere in Egypt, even in the wooden buckets and stone jars. Moses and Aaron did as the Lord had commanded. He raised the staff in the presence of Pharaoh, and his official struck the water of the Nile, and all of the water changed to blood. The fish died, the river smelled so bad they couldn't drink, blah, blah, blah.
0: Wait, wait, wait. The water smelled so bad they couldn't drink? Like,
1: yeah, the river, the river smelled so bad that the Egyptians couldn't drink.
0: Well, I'm okay.
1: I don't know. What are you trying to make sense of here?
0: Well, no, I just like they're saying, oh, it smelled bad. Therefore, we can't drink it. Like, I don't, I don't know that.
1: Do you drink stinky water?
0: Well, no, but I would assume that they wouldn't just dip their, their fucking canisters in there and just drink the water straight out the Nile. I mean, what do you you think
1: they did? This isn't the fucking Ritz-Carlton. This is Egypt. No, but I mean, they had fires. They could boil the motherfuckers. They don't know anything about boiling water. Okay, point taken. (sighs) All right. So, interesting enough, the Egyptian magicians did the same things by their secret arts, and the Pharaoh's heart became hard. He would not listen to Moses and Aaron. You know, Egypt has some really good fucking magicians. This is some, like, Illusionist shit going on here in Egypt. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, Pharaoh turned and went into his palace and didn't even did not did not take even this to heart. And all the Egyptians dug along the Nile to get drinking water because they could not drink the water of the river. So that's the first plague.
0: Okay, first plague under the belt, <laughs> undrinkable water that smells like shit. Got it.
1: Blood. It's blood water into blood
0: either way it smells like shit
1: well, it probably smells like iron and when it coagulates, it stinks
0: well I mean it, it's not literal shit that I mean I mean it just smells bad
1: yeah okay so the next plague you want to guess what the next plague is
0: um see is it the frogs?
1: frogs frogs are the next plague seven days passed after the lord struck the nile then the Lord said to Moses, go to Pharaoh and say to him, this is what the Lord says. i I don't know why we have to keep saying this. Let my people go so that they may worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will plague your whole country with frogs. The Nile will teem with frogs. They will come up into your palace and into your bedroom, onto your bed, into the houses of your officials and on your people, into your ovens and kneading troughs. The frogs will go up on you and your people and all your officials.
0: Uh, okay. Ew, that's nasty. <laughs> It's not going to be the special like lick the back of it and you're hallucinating kind of frogs either.
1: Probably not. They're probably just like toads, like bullfrog yeah. deals. Um so the Lord said to Moses, "Tell Aaron stretch out your hand with your staff over the streams, canals and ponds and make frogs come up on the land of Egypt." So Aaron did it. Um Pharaoh summoned Moses Uh, so yeah Aaron did it frogs were fucking everywhere All right. so Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said pray to the Lord to take the frogs away from me and my people and I will let your people go to offer sacrifices to the Lord so Pharaoh's a weak motherfucker I know two plagues two plagues and he's already like I give up I give up Moses said to Pharaoh I leave you I leave to you the honor of setting the time for me to pray for you and your officials and your people that your houses may be rid of frogs, except for those that remain in the Nile tomorrow, Pharaoh said. So Moses and Aaron left Pharaoh and Moses cried out to God and basically said, Hey, um, basically flip the switch tomorrow and get all these fucking frogs out of here. Right? So
0: I want to know where the frog switch is. (laughs) Like, where exactly is that? Because it'd be fun to just turn off and on on occasion. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't go to work. There's too many... frogs (laughs) (laughs) frogs <laughs>
1: <laughs> well so the lord did what moses asked the frogs died in the houses and in the courtyards and in the fields they were piled into heaps and the land reeked of them but when pharaoh saw that there was relief he hardened his heart and would not listen to moses and aaron just as the lord had said
0: do, do you get the feeling that these are like pokemon it's like pharaoh use hardened heart it worked
1: effectively <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't watch Pokemon ever so I'm a huge nerd. I know. <laughs> okay, so next we have the plague of gnats. Then the Lord said to Moses, "Tell Aaron, stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the ground and throughout the land of Egypt the dust will become gnats." They did this and when Aaron stretched out his hand and struck the dust, gnats came upon men and animals. All the dust throughout the land of Egypt became gnats. But when the magicians tried to produce gnats by their secret art, they could not. And the gnats were on men and animals. I thought we already said that like twice, three times. Um, Uh,
0: Repetition, Casey. You got to repeat it enough so people can (laughs) memorize it and they can be brainwashed.
1: Getting tired. Okay. So the magician said to Pharaoh, the magicians, the magicians, they couldn't do this shit. So they said to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart was hard and he wouldn't listen. Just as the Lord had said.
0: So Pharaoh's heart was hard. Mm -hmm. God made it hard Mm -hmm. a couple times. Mm -hmm. Even Pharaoh made it. uh, At one point, Pharaoh rehardened his heart, his own heart.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of heart hardening going on here.
1: Well, and I just think it's interesting that it's like, just as the Lord has said, like, see, God was right, but he's the one, according to this story, he's the one that did this. He said, I will harden Pharaoh's heart. So he already knows what's going to happen. He makes what is going to happen, happen, and then he celebrates himself for it happening. It's kind of like...
0: Liking your own comment on YouTube. I see you motherfuckers out there.
1: <laughs> okay. So you want to guess what the next plague is? Uh,
0: boils. No. Fuck. What? What? flies flies god damn it so gnats, n- and, gnats then flies. and then flies yeah
1: um we're gonna skip all of the sh- same shit let my people glow go blah blah no,
0: no no let my people glow <laughs> <laughs> because of these natural nuclear reactors we have powering the pyramids <laughs> for the alien species to come down here let
1: my people glow are you done yeah okay <laughs> So, uh, if you do not let my people go, I will send swarms of flies on you, blah blah blah. But on that day, I will deal differently with the land of Goshen. Now, do you remember what's in the land of Goshen? Oh, that's
0: Golem. Golem. Yeah. Do you
1: remember what's in Golem? No what that's the land that's where the Israelites live. That's where Joseph's family came and settled.
0: Oh, okay, because
1: remember, they couldn't be in they couldn't be in the city. Right, because you know, Jew, not Jews at this time. Israelites are disgusting to the Egyptians. Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
0: they're so they're so disgusting. At least they're not covered in flies right now.
1: Yeah, so in Goshen, there will be no swarms of flies there, so that you will know what are they going to know
0: that it was the Lord your God that sent the flies.
1: Yes. So Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, go sacrifice to your God here in the land. So he's basically saying, all right, I'll make a compromise with you. I'll let you guys have three fucking days off, but you're going to do it here. You're going to do it here in town. Y'all aren't going to go anywhere because I can't either trust that you're going to come back or, you know, I just, I I can't have that. So you're going to do your sacrifice shit right here.
0: I mean, considering what ends up happening, I mean, that's pretty... It's pretty reasonable. Yeah, it's reasonable because, I mean, goddamn, Moses parts the sea in order to get away from these fucks. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So um, Moses said that would not be right. The sacrifices we offer the Lord our God would be detestable to the Egyptians. And if we offer sacrifices that are detestable in their eyes, will they not stone us? We must take a three-day journey into the desert to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God as he commands us. So Pharaoh says, I will let you go to offer the sacrifices in the desert, but you must not go very far. Now pray for me. So now he's asking Moses to pray for him, probably to get rid of the flies. So Moses answered, as soon as I leave you, I will pray to the Lord and tomorrow the flies will leave Pharaoh and his officials and his people only be sure that Pharaoh does not act deceitfully again by not letting the people go to offer sacrifices to the Lord. So he's like, I know you said you would do this, but you did not do this. So here we're going to fuck you up again. If you don't do what you said you're going to do. So Moses left Pharaoh prayed, blah, blah, blah. Lord did what he asked. The flies left. Um, But at this time, Pharaoh hardened his heart and would not let the people go.
0: I I disagree that Pharaoh hardened his own heart. Um I do believe God said that he was doing that shit, so I I disagree with the Bible at this point. Well, okay, I've disagreed with the Bible most of the way up and up until this point. And so I just continue in my defiance of the Bible that yeah. the Pharaoh hardened his own heart when clearly God is the only one that can harden hearts.
1: Right? Because this is supposed to be broken up, this particular book is broken up into days of the weeks. It's a 365-day devotional kind of deal. Um, The plagues are also broken up. So we're done with the plagues for today, but... Next time, we're going to start with Exodus chapter 9, the very beginning, and that is the plague of dead animals.
0: Dead animals, then dead children, (laughs) and then an escape through the wilderness of the sea.
1: So we're going to have the rest of the plagues, the dead animals, the boils, hail. Um, Then we're going to have Pharaoh reneging on his uh, promise again, Um, and Moses is going to warn him. But he's not going to believe him. Then there's going to be the locusts and the darkness and then death.
0: All right. So let's see. We we've got the the bloody river. Mm-hmm. That's one. And then we got frogs. Yeah. And then we've got the gnats. Gnats. Flies. Flies. And uh, the dead animals. Dead animals. Boils. Boils. Hail. Hail. Uh, locusts. Locusts. Darkness. Darkness, death, dead kids. Yeah, ten plagues. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. Ten plagues, and there's also ten commandments.
1: Ten is one of those magical numbers.
0: Well, for 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 this particular section, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it, it's just kind of weird how that works out. It's also very symmetric because you got the ten plagues at freedom, and then you've got the ten commandments that control uh, them. Control them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Here, I'm going to free you, but here's your new rules. You're going to live by this shit
0: yeah Mm -hmm. well uh can't wait to see you guys next time um please leave your comment down below with which plague was your favorite one and were you as excited about the rod as i was
1: (laughs) john nobody is ever as excited about the rod as you
0: (laughs) (laughs) disclaimer um i am not gay i'm i'm totes legit straight for casey you're mess. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, heathens, uh, I guess we will talk to you guys later. I am rather exhausted, and uh, I think Casey is too.
1: So don't forget to stand up and use your voice.
0: Bye, heathens.
1: Bye, y'all.